0: Nice. <laughs> Hello and welcome to week five, episode five of the Five Sports Podcast. Carly Nevis and Darren Zesla with you as always. And we want to welcome a new audience that we have from last week. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, as well as in video form on our website, WGTV.com. So thank you to all of our new listeners. We are honored and humbled to bring you amazing guests from across the mountain state from wvu to our high school scene to d2 um so stay with us as we you know get this podcast running because we have so much great so many great guests in store for you and we are very excited so now let's talk about our week four episode which kind of you know spearheaded our um addition to all this these podcast uh platforms is wvu senior guard kaiser gondrzig we both left that conversation like Wow, like that was amazing. She shared so much with us about her, you know, journey with playing after the loss of her dad, how she got to West Virginia in the first place and just so many different things that people don't know just by watching um, her play on the court that she was able to share with us. It, It was truly it was so much fun.
1: It really was. She's the GOAT. You know, we have the Super Bowl this week. I mean, that's what she is right now. She's the face of WVU women's basketball. Um, She's certainly in route to that status, at least within the program. Um, You mentioned the empowerment and just what she's been through, just her strength as well to overcome Everything with her dad, um, just with her life. She is such a unique life story. I hope that people learned from her and learned what it takes to be successful, even when you're thrown, you know, the curveballs in life, if you will, um, that she's been thrown, and, and she's knocked them all out of the park.
0: So, did you set me up for that? Uh, for that, did you soft toss me the? Internet? Yes. Our episode. Okay, perfect. So, of course, we're in basketball season here in the Mountain State, but we will segue in just under two weeks to baseball season. So, our next guest is one of the faces of the Mountaineer baseball program this year, and we will bring him on right now. For episode five of the Five Sports Podcasts, we are happy to be joined by preseason Big 12 second baseman for. The Mountaineers, Mr. Tyler Doan. Tyler Doan, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Of course.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: So, you know, you're at the Mon County Ballpark. West Virginia's ranked its highest preseason ranking at number 14 in the country. What's the vibe like at the Mon these days?
2: Um, you know, um, I think all the guys are just really excited to actually play competition. It's been like almost a year since we get to play wear our uniforms and play somebody not ourselves. I mean, we're just happy to be playing baseball at this point.
1: I mean, it's exciting, Tyler. And obviously, your schedule just came out. You guys are starting up with a uh, four-game four game road swing at Georgia State over in Atlanta starting on February 19th. So you guys know when you're going to be playing. You're already throwing a curveball, though, before this season starts. Your shortstop, Tevin Tucker, out. Yep. One of your ace pitchers, Ryan Berger, out. So how does this impact you, especially losing Tevin? Do you, do you play any short? Do, does it impact you at all this season?
2: Uh, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Tuck, that's that's my buddy. He's been up the middle with me for the past two years. But, I mean, that's what we do as Mountaineers. We're we're used to taking hits and keeping going. Like That's what we do. So... I mean, I think Coach Mazie has us prepared to do anything and go out there and win games. So if he needs me to play short, if he needs Kevin Broke to play short, we have great freshmen on the squad. They can take that role. But I mean, we just have a lot of guys that can step up and I think we're still ready for the challenge.
0: And on that, I mean, you mentioned the excitement paired with like probably two devastating blows. What'd you tell both those guys after they learned that, you know, they sat out last year basically and then you have to, they have to miss a whole nother season?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's already like tough enough, you know, just mentally. But I mean, you just got to keep, tell them to keep their heads up. They, they're still around the team. They're, those two guys are great leaders on this team. So, they do a good job of keeping our guys focused and, you know, the energy levels around here, they still keep them very high. So the most we can do is just, you know, not dwell on it and just try to keep their heads up.
1: You know, Tyler, we talked, um, you know, this summer about you coming back and I guess what they're calling you is a COVID junior. So you retain <laughs> your eligibility as uh-huh. well. Um, when you watch the MLB draft and some of your other teammates decided to come back as well, does it reaffirm in your mind, you know what, I made the right decision. I'm happy to be back knowing that, you know, you could have gone or at least, you know, put your feet in the water and give yourself a chance at that.
2: Yeah, I definitely feel like I made the right decision. Like right when I signed this place, you know, I thought this place was home. So coming back for my senior year, I get to have a degree and I get to play possibly one to two more years of West Virginia baseball. I love this place. I love the fans and the people here. So this is definitely still a great decision. And all the guys that did come back, I think they they think the same.
0: And you mentioned the love that you've developed for Morgantown. I'm curious how they convinced a kid from Fayetteville, Georgia to come to Morgantown, West Virginia in the first place.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, I came in the summer. That's the first thing, <laughs> it was warm out. but um, <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I came to a game against University of Texas. You know, I from Fayetteville, Georgia, I didn't really know what West Virginia was, but I came, all the people here really just put me under the, their wing. At the time, uh, Marcus Enman came up to me and Manila came up to me and they, they told me about how this place became home for them you know, Manoa's from Miami, Florida. He's like, this is the place. And also Neil from playing summer ball. He's like, this is a great place. And just the way everyone here is just a big family. It's that's was like really big for me.
1: And, you know, Tyler, I know you're listed as 5'10", but obviously no one's going to be, you know, giving you, you know, the benefit of the doubt for size on the field. And as a former baseball player, Player myself, I love the small players like, you know, Dustin, <laughs> I, I'm sure you could probably relate, but just looking at what you've done, right? 310 career hitter. You've got six home runs. I remember your sophomore year, you put out five, you know, home runs. You've got some power, just your mentality, you know, being a smaller guy and playing division one baseball with big league aspirations. Just where did that sort of come from from your family or just sort of from within? I
2: mean, I think it comes from everyone around me, uh, my dad, Coach Maisie, they both preach, like, um, you practice hard and then you play very confident. So, I mean, also my my favorite team is the Red Sox. So I, I grew up watch, watching Dustin Majoya and just that that little guy mentality, like, I, I know I have to train harder. <laughs> <laughs> I see Thank you, fan. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anybody, I, I'm gonna, what's that?
0: Continue. Are you a
2: Yankees fan?
0: I am a <laughs> Yankees fan, Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a little distracted. I
2: see that. <laughs> you just train harder and just going from there.
0: Um and you know, probably part of that little guy mentality was is stealing bases, I feel like. And in twenty nineteen you were number three in the Big Twelve, um, and doing so with twenty. How much was that part of your game at a young age, knowing that you can, you know, affect the game in so many different ways with your speed?
2: Yeah, that, that's I mean, I feel like that kind of says it in itself. Like it's something I really take pride in. And I know this team now takes pride in, but stealing a base can change the game. And I think the team in general is definitely going to win a bunch of games off stealing and bunting and stuff like that.
1: That, that 2019 team, I mean, that's that's what we remember. That's, I'm sure, what you remember. Obviously, getting to host a regional in the NCAA tournament. I want to talk about the Texas A&M game eventually. I don't want to start with that, though, because that's not the highlight. Just your memories of that team. We were there being able to cover it. First of all, it was just so amazing getting to see fans, college baseball fans from across the country, stopping in Morgantown, West Virginia your memories of that team do you still think about those days of what it was like being able to host the regional
2: yeah that was definitely the the best time of my life you know like that team was really something special like we were all super close I've never been that close to that big of a group of people Um, we were all on the same page we all worked hard and I think that was a great, just a great time to be alive, honestly. And it's definitely fun to see everyone just come to Morgantown to see a a baseball game, not football or basketball, but they came to see a baseball game. So it was really cool.
0: Okay, since Darren didn't want to talk about the Texas A&M game, I'll be the bearer of bad news since you're a Red Tops (laughs) fan. Um, It's fine. Um, you know, you're up in the final inning, A M, and you know, hits a grand slam to walk off and end your postseason. How much did that game, you know, motivate you going into 2020? And I'm sure there's some carryover to this year because you didn't get to, you know, finish a full season last year.
2: Yeah, it really, it really left a bad taste in a lot of guys that were on the team. I mean, of course, it was really cool was that that whole Time span was kind of a roller coaster of emotions to get knocked out of the regional. But then the next two days, you see like all your best friends going into the draft, chasing their dreams. So, I mean, but still being here, it still leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Like you want to work that much harder. I mean, it's cool to see the preseason rankings and the, the big 12 stuff but at the end of the day like that's still in the back of our minds that's like I have that the newspaper headline in my bedroom right now like that's still in my mind and the point is that we want to be number 14 again at the end of the season we want to host another regional so I can take that thing off my wall and <laughs> we can say hosting a super regional or something like that so
1: that's what you call, that's what you college baseball guys do man you guys work all year and I think that's what's unique about you know your sport is that you guys are in the spring I mean it really is an all year sport that a lot of people don't understand especially given how many games you guys play for for people that aren't familiar with college baseball how long do you guys train because I know you know there'll be there's fall ball might be have been different this year but it's an all year type of deal correct
2: this year we started a little bit later because of the COVID protocols getting everything right. Um, but we come here for the fall and we start right away with individuals. Then we go into team practice. We pretty much get the, the winter break off like Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I mean, we still go home and train. Then we come back and it's, it's time to hit the road. We start in February. Uh, after the season, you go postseason, of course. And then we go straight into summer ball. So baseball is definitely a, a yearly grind. And it's something, like, we love to do. You love the game, and we get to play it all year. So it's a lot of fun.
0: So obviously this year with that was a little bit different when your season's canceled in March. What did you do from that time until you were able to come back to Morgantown?
2: <sighs> that, was, that was probably the weirdest time it's weird for everybody. It was the weirdest time for me um, because I no one knew what was going on with the draft or how anything was going. At the time, it was still a full draft, Then it got put down to 20 rounds, 10 rounds, 5 rounds, all the way down. So, I mean, a couple of us stayed up here, and we did stuff up here. And then I went home, surprised my mom for Mother's Day. And then from there... I was with friends of mine kind of playing like Sandlot games because a lot of the minor league guys, they didn't get to go to camp. So we just played like Sandlot games and trained at home. And I got, to, I got extra time to spend around my family that I don't normally get. So it was, it was still a cool, very good time.
1: And just real quick as well, one, one other thing that I noticed about you other than the hard work, you are always smiling. You have a radiant smile and real quick, I just want to know where that comes from as well, because that baseball is a mental grind and can get you down immediately. Where does that smile come from? Because you're always <laughs> on the field.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, it was kind of fun playing with Tuck because Tuck always has a smile on his face too. We joke around a lot. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I get the opportunity. Uh, God gave me the opportunity to play baseball in college and get an education. Like, at the end of the day, it's a game. I've been playing this game since I'm three, so like, yeah, we fail, but it's a game to have fun. Like, you come out here, it's like a game of tag, honestly. So, just be a little kid with your best friends, you get to wear a uniform with West Virginia on it, just have fun.
0: That's why they call baseball America's pastime. Um, TD, we really appreciate exactly. the time. Um, what we do on this Five Sports podcast, we end with a high five, which is five rapid-fire questions. Um, We're just gonna throw them at you and you're gonna answer and it'll be a great time. And I'm actually, I thought of this question this morning and I'm really excited about it. So my first question is, what will the Tyler Jones walk-up song be in
2: 2021? Um, um, okay, okay. Um, mm, I haven't decided yet. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly have not even thought I know. Um.
0: God! I thought it was a good one.
2: I know. <laughs> I, if you ask me about a week or two from now, I'll have it. <laughs> okay, I honestly you have don't to tweet have it. it at us. You have to
0: tweet it at us.
2: Okay, okay, I, I got
1: you. <laughs> How about this one, Tyler? Favorite WVU baseball uniform combination? You guys have tons. I know you've worn tons of them. Favorite
2: yeah. one. Even though I'm not too big of a fan of high pants, I love the Blueberry uniform, all blue. I'll go all blue. Nice. Um,
0: the teammate that Coach Randy Maisie yells at the most.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Coach Mazey doesn't, I don't, he doesn't yell. So, I mean... The one he talks trash to <laughs> the most, I'll give it to I'll give it to Paul. I'll give it to Paul.
0: Okay, smack
1: it, <laughs> <laughs> Harder to hit Alec Manoa fastball or Jackson Wolf two-seamer on the outside corner. Um, <laughs>
2: I'll go. I'll go with the little guy, Alec Manoa.
0: <laughs> the little guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Both very tough pitchers. <laughs> yep. <Yeah.
0: laughs> Last question for me. Something you do pre-game that other people would think is crazy but just makes sense to you.
2: Um, pre-game rituals. Probably my... <laughs> yeah. If you watch me, I normally do I'll go by myself if you'll be able to find me but I'll go by myself I'll pray and I'll stand up and start talking to myself like I'll go through like mental routines but if you look at me I'm just by myself talking to myself so that's that's probably it
1: hey since you didn't answer the first question can you at least tell us what your favorite flavor of sunflower seed is that's that's the that's the most (laughs) important question Which sucks, we don't really eat
2: uh, seeds here, but I'll go barbecue. Okay, good choice.
0: (laughs) choice. (laughs) Yep. Tyler, we really appreciate the time and good luck this season. Of course, the high, with higher expectations, you. you know, comes higher pressure and everything, but we are confident that you guys will be up for the challenge. And we can't wait to see you guys at the Mon, we're so excited, so thank you so much.
2: We are excited too, very excited.
0: So that was Tyler Doan, second baseman for Mountaineer Baseball on episode five of the Five Sports Podcast. We want to thank you guys for listening on all of the podcast platforms. And if you ever have any suggestions of topics we should discuss, guests we should bring on, any questions that you may have for us, please be sure to tweet at us or find us on Facebook at WDTV Sports. We would love to hear from you what you guys think of the podcast. I want to thank you for listening, and we will see you on week six.